to Bernier in the middle. Bernier sees Felipe open. Felipe runs. Felipe says the vial. The vial is open. The vial shoots. Oh, right, right. It's up. The woodworks. Good day. Good night. And welcome to a brand new edition of Off The Woodworks. I'm Kevin Nagame. And it's a great day for Off The Woodworks. First of all, we have a special show tonight, live from Les Trois Brasseurs, McGill St. Catharines. Jonathan Tannenwald and myself will be doing a live taping of Off The Woodworks, a preview for tomorrow's game. Montreal versus Philadelphia. Will it be Montreal's first win tomorrow? We'll talk about that tonight, so no preview on this show. It will be later tonight. This show is simply a review of the 4 nothing trashing that Montreal had at the blue hands of the sport in Kansas City last week in Kansas City. So we are going to talk about that. And I have today on this show too as well, Dwayne Rollins, my partner in crime for the Two Solitudes MLS podcast and the Five Rings Amateur Sports podcast as well. So we talked about his articles on Canadian Soccer News, the Jock Math TSR Power Rankings, which I've been talking about the last couple of weeks, gives you a different point of view on the Montreal Impact season so far this season. So we'll talk about that with Dwayne Rollins. But before that, yeah, Montreal lost for nothing. Dom Dwyer scored twice. Oh, and the other good thing I had him on my fantasy. But damn, Devayo got a little hamstring tweak. Still questionable as we speak. He didn't practice fully all week. So we don't know if he's going to play tomorrow. Outside though, first game at the Saputo. Get your tickets. Before that, come and join us tonight again for a beer, for some brewski, and for some football with me and Jonathan Tannenwall. It's going to be amazing tonight, so come and join us. Thanks to the Trois Brasseurs Miguel for uh, their hospitality. Thanks to Benjamin, the manager, and to Ariane for marketing for uh, permitting to do this show tonight from Les Trois Brasseurs. So it's going to be a great pleasure. A couple other podcasters and collaborators of the show will be there. So it's going to be great to talk to you and have a beer. And finally, be able to meet you face to face. So we'll do that tonight. But yeah, for nothing. There's a couple statistics that I would like to talk to you about. Not just the for nothing. Because yeah, it's for nothing. What do you want to talk about, right? We lost for nothing. nothing. It's like I did 60th minutes as soon as the bio got his little hamstring tweak and got subbed out. It's like everybody waved the white flag. Like I said on Two Solitudes this week. Stop trying to be the manager, you know? People are all complaining, Obrovsky's on the bench, or Bernie is on the bench. Maybe things are happening that we don't see. If you look at the game objectively, and at the numbers objectively, the people that have been benched at the beginning of the season, well, it's justifiable. It's not like the other years, where the benching of the players were not justifiable. This year, they are. It changed. The whole Major League Soccer team have changed. The way they played has changed. It's not just the Montreal Impact. It's the entire league. It went from seven to eight months ago as a team where you needed to have DPs and older players with a lot of quality and a lot of class to be able to win in this league. Well, it's not the case anymore. In the last seven months, that all changed. It's a young men's league right now. You need speed and pace and combativity and aggressiveness and to be harsh. To be harsh. Not Marsh. Not Jesse Marsh, but to be harsh, you know? It's a different kind of league, different type of league. The play has changed. So we have to change that as well. We need to change the way we look at the team and look at our players 
doesn't matter what you it does matter what you gave us what you gave the team before but it's what you can do going forward looking in front of you is what you need to be able to be competitive and rack up points right now and if we look at the way the teams are is playing there's a change of play slowly change of mentality and it's not that bad take that four nothing out and it's not that bad okay i agree the four nothing is really really depressing and it doesn't give you a good window into the mentality of a team and where the team can be but trust me it's going to be different the stats are telling us the exact opposite of the stat we're telling us last year you remember last year after the first couple of games where Montreal had a great beginning of the season and a great beginning of the campaign with racking up a lot of points. This year is the exact opposite. Well, last year, Dwayne talked about it in the little interview you're going to hear in a couple of minutes. Well, Montreal had a very, very disappointing TSR. was one of the bottom of the league. And people were predicting that Montreal back was going to have a slide since the, uh, from that point to the end of the season. And people were like, no, it's not going to happen. People are playing great, blah, blah, blah. And no, they were not. And the slide did happen. And this year is the exact opposite. The stats are telling us that Montreal is very unlucky. And they're playing the right way. And they're doing the right things. Just not getting the lucky bounce or lucky shots. And the small mistakes they do, they get penalized for like every single one of them. Every mistake they do, they get penalized for. Even at the 4-0. It wasn't that bad. Just a couple of bounce here and there. A couple of saves that the keeper could not have done would have been a lot different. Well, here's a couple of stats just before we move on to Dwayne and talk about the actual TSR and PDO stat. After four games played for DeVille, he's already second in total shots. With 24 shots in four games played, that's only three behind the leader in the league, which is Giles Barn, the strikers from Houston. After four games, DeVille is first in the offside category, which, is, which tells us that he's on point. We all know when Marco DeVille was offside, that's where he has a lot of shots and a lot of chance to score. The one time he's not, it's going to be in. 13 offsides in fourth game. He's a league leader. Everybody else played seven or eight, but he played four, and he's a leader. Very interesting tidbit. I'm going to talk about it with uh, Jonathan Tannenwall tonight, 7 p.m. Les Trois Brassards, Miguel Crescent. Uh, no, not Miguel Crescent. Miguel St. Catharines. Never mind Crescent. Miguel St. Catharines, 7 p.m. I'll be there. We'll talk about the Montreal preview with me and Jonathan Tannenwald. Well, one little tidbit interesting. If Asun Camara gets another yellow card, he's suspended. Already four yellow cards this season for Camara, so it's going to be a very interesting to see how Klopas uses him and if it matters to him if Camara gets another yellow. Or do you get the yellow right now so you get that off the books right away and be able to play without thinking about it? That's two things that are possible. Uh, one stat that tells us that Montreal Impact are having not... Uh, mental fatigue, but there was something going on between the 31st and 45th minute and the 46th and 60th minute. Montreal had 14 goals scored against them this season. Between the 31st and 45, it's been five goals. And between the 46th and the 60th, there's been three. So more than half the goals scored against them have been scored between the 31st and the 60th minute. What's going on? Are the players uh, a little fitness problem just before they go into halftime? Or maybe they get in too much of a break and when they come back, their lack of speed and pace and they get countered on? What does it mean? What does the stat that Montreal concedes more than half their goals between the 30th and the 60th minute means? Let me know off the woodworks at hotmail.com, on Twitter at off the woodworks.
on Facebook, facebook.com slash Woodworks or tell us on iTunes, comments, rate, review iTunes as well. So let me know what you think that stat means. We'll take a small break, listen to the Two Solitudes MLS podcast music intro, and we'll have Drain Rollins, my partner in crime, right after that. Toronto FC, a team with a new direction after an off-season makeover. It's an all-Canadian affair. Matt working against Morgan. Puts it across the line. Yes! Marco DeBrio! That's what we expected from him! So Cannon gets a fist to punch that one away. He plays straight back. To make those rainbows in my mind when I think of you sometime and I want to spend some time with you. Just the two of us. We can make it if we try. Just the two of us. Just the two of us. Just the two of us. Building castles in the sky. Just the two of us. And Welcome back to Afterworks. Works. It's with great pleasure that I would like to welcome my partner in crime for the Five Rings and the Two Solitudes MLS podcast, Dwayne Rollins. How you doing, Dwayne? Just the two of us. We can make it. it- Wait, I know. I, sh- I can't get that song out of my head every single week. Yeah, there you go. I, I like the Five Rings one. Like, as I said in the Five Rings podcast, that... Yeah, anyway, <laughs> I can't sing, guys. This is this is not a singing podcast, and I will not sing anymore. You just lost all your subscribers with that two minutes. I do apologize for that, but maybe we can earn earn them back by uh by talking some football now. What do you, what do you think, Kevin? Absolutely, and it's been a rough couple of weeks for the Montreal Impact, and for the last couple of weeks, I've been holding my horses a little bit, not trying to panic, just because of looking at your articles on CSN and the total shots ratio and stats like that. First of all, for all the benefit of our listeners, can you just explain to us quickly what is that site and how you get it? Uh, TSR is basically it looks at the percentage of shots a team gets uh, in any given game. Um, so if, if you're a hockey fan and you follow the advanced stats uh, stuff in hockey, it's like Corsi or Fenwick. Um, that's the best way to think about it. But it, it's a little simpler, actually, because it doesn't take in like five on five, four on four. Like it doesn't equate it down to that. It's just the overall game. So, for instance, with Montreal this year, um, I'll give you some some concrete numbers, and that might help uh, listeners uh, understand a little bit more. They they are averaging fourteen point three shots uh, per game, and that's shot any shot towards target, not on target. It's shots towards target, um, and they are averaging twelve point nine shots against uh, toward on towards target uh, in the game. So, if you take those two numbers and add them together, you get a total of twenty seven point two, which is how many shots total in the game that Montreal's Montreal has been involved in that, that are taking place. And then Montreal has uh, 14.3 of those, which equals uh, 52.6%. So basically their TSR is 0.526. Uh, it's a reflection of, of that. And just for the benefit of our listeners again, 0.526 places Montreal fifth in the 19 teams. With surprisingly teams that are having a decent beginning of the season, like Dallas and Salt Lake, rounding up the bottom of that table. How do you explain? Is it uh, just dumb luck that Dallas and Salt Lake are having great beginning of the season? Maybe, yeah. See, this is the thing about stats, guys, and, and anyone who follows stats understands this, is that there's there's always something called outliers in them, right? That there's 
there's going to be numbers that don't make sense. And that's just the reality of stats throughout years. But why TSR matters is because it's been tested in a lot of different leagues over a lot of different situations for a long time. And it does generally, uh, over the long haul, reflect where the teams are going to end up. Now, that doesn't mean the impact are going to storm out of, out of the gates after this this slump and, and charge up to the top of the table. There could be other things going on here. And that's what you kind of have to look at. The TSR, like any stat, is, is, is a look into something, and it's a starting point rather than a finishing point. And I think that that's what people that bash stats need to understand is that no one that is doing them wants to, to hold them up there as gospel. They're, they're just There's something that, that you can use a discussion point for, and it's maybe, in the impacts case, something that they can hold on to as evidence that there might be something more going on maybe DeVio just is having bad luck and, and certainly he was missing for the start of the game um, maybe they just are just having more shots go against them that, that that shouldn't you know maybe there's just bad luck involved and they might correct a little bit um, of course the ultimate measure in, in is your points and the impact have lost a lot of points and you can't get those back so that that's another indication that TSR isn't the end-all be-all but certainly possibly a um, something to hold on to and, and, and look favorably upon. You mentioned DeVaio. After four games played for DeVaio, which is three less than all the other major striker in the league, he's second in total shots on net with uh, 24 shots in four games, three behind Giles Barnes with 27. Do you think over the long haul, DeVaio will be able to correct the situation in Montreal? As long as he's creating shots, he'll get goals. Um, there's this concept sports fans have of hot hands and hot streaks and cold streaks and cold hands. There's really no statistical backup of that, backup for that. There's no evidence that anything that streak shooting, streak scoring exists. And I know that's really hard. And I had a hard time wrapping my wrapping my head around that when I first started to learn about these concepts. But the reality is, there's no correlation. What it is is that sometimes your shots get a bounce the right way or, or don't get a bounce the the right way. And you don't score, and sometimes you do, you know? So basically, if you get a lot of shots towards the goal, eventually you will start to score. And this is something that's been stuck for, for generations. More before any of these more advanced concepts started to become understood, they started, there was a basic concept of one and nine. Um, and that is that over the course of the years in the Premier League is where the stats mostly come from, they found that every nine shots on goal almost universally creates a goal. So if DeVaio keeps shooting, he will eventually start scoring. And there will be a period this year where he will appear to be hot, which means he's just more lucky, and will get more goals because he is creating these shots in Montreal. Well, recover a little bit. The only thing I'd say as a caveat, Kevin, mm -hmm. is that Montreal's TSR rank ranking is largely based on the back of DeVaio, so that if he does go down with an injury, and we all know how old he is, the impact could be in trouble. And with that, we know that he's questionable for this weekend. He really didn't practice all week with a little hamstring pull he had last week against Kansas City. And you mentioned over the long haul and the fact that every single shot doesn't have an an effect on the next shot. It's Every shot is independent. And if we look at it uh, as a statistic and almost as a luck or game type way of mathematics, every single shot is independent from the next one. So that probably explains as well why... There's no hot streak or cold streak. You can look at it that uh, after nine shot example, like you said, somebody's going to score. But every single shot is independent. The way you get the ball is different. The way the, bounce, the ball bounces before you get it is different. What would you explain is the best stat to explain 
uh, somebody's performance in the entire world of statistics and soccer? Well, I, I, it's individual numbers are really hard at this point. It's an evolving field. TSR is very predictive. It's been done for a long time in the Premier League, especially, and has dem- and there is some great work. If you go to CanadianSoccerNews.com this week, I've linked to an article which shows the correlation using standard deviation and all the sort of you know high end sort of statistical concepts out there that. Uh, well, it's not really a high-end statistical concept, but it's, it's a little higher than just grade nine math is what I'm saying uh, that are out there that uh, that demonstrate just how much TSR correlates to to point in a table. There are always outliers, but the outliers typically aren't quite as dramatic as we're seeing in MLS right now, where you have the top team in the league as the bottom team at TSR. <laughs> That's just really weird. Um, and you, the second one of the, the fourth best team in, in MLS right now is RSL, and they're they're the uh, second worst team in the TSR chart and that has uh, a lot to do with their goalkeeping which is been out of, off the charts this year when you there's another um, stat called PDO which is um, it came from the hockey world first uh, and it, it what it is is you add the shooting percentage so how, how often someone's shots real result to goals so their shoot, successful shooting percentage number and you add that to their to a team's save percentage so you know how often they stop goals basic numbers that everyone understands and you'll get a figure which should well which well over the course of an entire league equal one so obviously every shot either goes in or it doesn't right Absolutely. so what we found over the years and there's some argument in soccer world that it's not quite as a, a good a measure in soccer as it is in hockey but but there's arguments both ways in that but what we found over the years is that teams will almost always regress to the mean they'll always come back towards that one so if any team in a pdo number so if you add your shooting percentage and your save percentage together is way above or way below one they will eventually either be having too much good luck or too much bad luck and by the end of the year they will probably get closer to that one so that that's a good way when you combine that number with tsr you can have a good kind of indication you still have to use your brain you still have to to look at the things and, and evaluate what you're seeing You'll have a good indication, however, of, of where a team is and whether they're due to improve or or regress based on on what play you're seeing. And if we want to look, at, take a look at Montreal right now. As of last week, the PDO numbers Montreal had around the point six hundred. So that tells that Montreal having a lot of bad luck as well this year. Yeah, and that that's the combination that they're that they're not getting a, a very high shooting percentage. That's actually their biggest problem. Uh, Montreal's. Uh, shots on goals. I'm just taking a quick look on the chart here. Is it would rank in the top five or six in terms of their total shots per, mm-hmm. per game. Most teams are getting around 12, 13, and Montreal's almost to 15. Uh, so that's that. That's an indication that they're just getting some bad luck. You know, as I said again, and I'll reiterate this. You know, the the anti stats people out there are pounding their fist on the desk and they're saying, you know, watch the game geek. Uh, it doesn't matter. The only thing that matters is the results. And you're right. But what this is, is a predictor or a, an indicator. It's not necessarily the BL end all. And as long as Montreal keeps dropping points, things are, are not good. Um, it doesn't matter how good your TSR rating is because it isn't the, you know, major league TSR, right? Yeah. That's a steal a joke from the uh, hockey coursey battles. But anyway. Um, <laughs> but like you said, it's a, it's an indicator that over a long period of time, over the long haul, over the whole very long major league soccer season, it gives you an indicator that there's a chance of things to be corrected or it just gives you uh, maybe a chance to look objectively at a game. And because we're all fans of one team or another, and it's hard sometimes to take a look at the games or the stats objectively. And those rankings or 
statistical analysis gives you a chance to look at the numbers without any biased opinions. Yeah, it, it is. It's an absolutely objective number, which allows you to, to base your opinions and which can be subjective or objective. Like I can look at any of these numbers on here. For instance, I'll, I'll pull another number off this, and I appreciate numbers are not the best thing on podcasts sometimes. But a team that I have doubts in is, is Colorado. Um, I think Colorado's talent level is overstated. I thought maybe they overachieved last year. This is my subjective opinion based on watching Colorado games, based on looking at their roster and so on and so forth. However, I then look at their P, or their TSR number, and their TS number is 0.533, which ranks them in the top half, uh, near the top third. Just in front of Montreal. Yeah, and, and I, I think to myself, okay, well, maybe my opinion, maybe my subjective opinion is flawed somehow. Maybe I'm missing something. And that's how I look at TSR. It helps me see these these teams in ways that erases all of my biases and allows me to then go back in and try and figure out what I'm missing as an observer of the game. That's how I use TSR, and I think that's the best way to use TSR. Again, to use the RSL, uh, it's the keeping. If you look at how many how outrageous uh, Romaldo is playing so far, it's it's off the charts. To me, he'd be the MVP of the league right now because their their performance values should put them near the bottom of the damn table, but instead they're near the top, and it's because the goalkeeper is stealing games for them. Mm-hmm. Can he do that all year? doesn't seem likely. It's also a precarious situation to, to be leaning on, on one player for your whole season, as the Impact learned last year, because the Impact had a really bad TSR level at the start half of last year when they were hot, and I got a lot of flack predicting that they would, they would slide down the table based on that, and, well, not to say I told you so, but... You told us so. Yeah. <laughs> Just before I let you go, Dwayne, I want to talk to our listeners about our two other shows that we have together. What do we have on Two Solitudes and Five Rings this week? Well, Two Solitudes, uh, we're gonna, Kevin's going to be at the uh, the, 100, the U20 event uh, in Montreal to talk about how many days it is to the that's 100 days, right, to start yep. the U20 uh, tournament. Uh, he's going to have some sound from that. We're going to talk about uh, what that tournament means to uh, to Canadians. Uh, to this country, to the women's program as a test event for the 2015 Women's World Cup. Uh, we'll also, of course, have our, our Canadian uh, review and whatever news comes over the weekend. We always sort of leave one topic open until uh, until Monday morning to see what what people are talking about. We talked about New York City FC last year, last week, because they made an announcement last Monday, and that was something that only happened at the last minute. Um, five. Uh, five rings. Uh, we're going to be talking to the people in charge, or one of the people in, in charge of running uh, TO 2015 in a couple weeks' time. Still working on a guest for next week, but we'll have something exciting there to talk about amateur sport in this country. The only amateur podcast uh, out there, amateur podcast, the only amateur sport podcast out there that we can find anyway. If you know of another one, let us know because you know we'll want to crush them like ants. But uh, but right now we, we think we're the only people doing what we're doing, and, and, and we're quite proud of what we're doing. Absolutely. Go on iTunes, search for Five Rings, Two Solitudes, or just go on our Twitter feeds. All our shows are linked. Dwayne Rollins, thank you very much for taking the time to talk to us no. today on After Works. No problem. See you on Podcast Monday. See you on Podcast Monday. Five Rings Podcast, your daily Olympic fix for all your freaks out there who are crazy about the Olympics with Dwayne Rollins and Kevin Laramay. So that's the intro for the Five Rings Olympic Sports and Amateur Sports Podcast. Look for that and the Two Solitudes MLS Podcast every Monday on Canadian Soccer News and on our Twitter feeds at Five Rings Podcast, at Two Solitudes Pod. Just like our, check our Facebook and Twitter.
You can find all that. So thanks, Dwayne, for talking to us about statistics and TSR and PDL and how it affects our judgment on a team and how that explains a different story for the Montreal Impact this season. All right, I won't keep you for more longer. Tonight, remember, come and join us, 7 p.m., Les Trois Brassards, Miguel St. Catharines. We'll have a ball, we'll have a beer, and we'll talk football. How about that? Me and Jonathan Tannenwald. You're damn right. Looking forward to see you, Sam Pete, Raphael Laroxir, Sofiane Benzaza, whoever else comes, you'll be more than welcome. So come and join me, and who knows, you might be even on, on the show. We'll do a live taping tonight. Trois Brassards McGill, 7 p.m. And yeah, tomorrow, first game of the Saputo. 4 p.m. against the Philadelphia Union. Andrew Wenger's return to Montreal. And yes, he was having a little trouble last week. We'll talk about that tonight with Tana Wall. But until then, until tonight, I'm Kevin Laramie, and have a great soccer. You're listening to Off The Woodworks. If you want to reach Kevin Laramie, you can do it by email, offthewoodworks at hotmail.com, on Twitter at Off The Woodworks, or you can go like our page on Facebook, facebook.com slash Woodworks. You can get this show everywhere you get your podcast. iTunes, Stitcher, FeedBurner, everywhere you like. You can get this podcast.